Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. You're currently listening to the free version of Let Me Talk. If you want longer, ad-free episodes, even earlier, head to lmtpod.com to find out how you subscribe. Let me talk! Let me talk! Let me talk! Hello and welcome to Let Me Talk Details, a respite from the weekly whirlwind of top flight football. This is a space to break down the big picture topics and get into the details away from the game-by-game analysis. I'm David Mooney. With me, as ever, is the Athletic City correspondent, Sam Lee. Hello. Hello. This show is a platform for you to get involved. We'd love to hear from you, so email hello at lmtpod.com if you've got any questions, thoughts or ponderings about City or football in general. Remember, this is the free version of the podcast feed. If you'd like longer ad-free versions earlier, head to lmtpod.com for information on how to become a member. So I have an interesting thought to um, kick us off. I saw a TikTok recently um, that was about uh, what radical changes you would make to football. The, the, the laws of the game, if you could change radical. one thing radically to improve the game, what would it be? The thing is, it being on TikTok and using the word radical makes it Sound like it has to be entertaining. <laughs> and now I've got. I've and people got, don't tune into this podcast for entertainment. No, they don't, do they? <laughs> but I've got, I've got loads of, I've got loads of like little ones. Um, we'll start with them while my brain furiously pedals to try and find something radical and entertaining. Like I would, I would goalkeeper's arms off in extra time. Like, what do people want? I don't know. Go on. Well, I was just gonna say I would completely change the fabric of the game, but we'll come to okay. that. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, at, least, at least you've got something. The first kind of serious but dull and unworkable thing is get rid of VAR but Nathan's not here so not that will be the rest of the podcast we'll be arguing about yeah. that it's not happening but then if it is staying then again boring ones but you know when there's literally like a toenail offside I don't mean a knee because knee, a knee now unfortunately is miles off if people see that they go he's miles off mm. so maybe not that but there should be some period of grace for an attacker so if you are three centimetres offside they could work out how to Come up with that measuring, then that's fine. Oh, I see. That's fine. I, I see. In well, fact, so, three well, here's a problem. Let, knee, let, them, let them work out how to do yeah, it. Yeah, but I don't want to see that. We know where they draw the line and it comes up and says offside. It's like, well, what am I looking at here? What line here proves that that's offside? Or, you know, when now on UEFA, when they've got the automated, yeah. semi automated ones, and they, they show it and it's like the whole like white sheet comes down and there's literally somebody's toe or like they're the end of their knee or their shoulder. I don't, I don't want to see that. That's not offside. Um, the other thing, obviously, this, the obvious one that loads of people have been saying, a time limit on VAR. Hmm. But like, I'd say give them time to find the pictures, 
which should be quick, but give them time to establish what they're looking at. Now, that is probably open to manipulation if they wanted more time. But once they've got the pictures, a minute, if it's not obvious, within a minute. Because a minute's a long time to a football fan in the stadium, not knowing what's going on. If it's not done within a minute, forget it. The other one is... Anything Anything away from VAR? Because obviously VAR is a, defi- a divisive subject. Uh, kind of. Well, only with the... It's not necessarily VAR, but I suppose it is now because VAR is everywhere. So if you're talking about what's a foul or what's an infringement, mm-hmm. then VAR is going to be there. But I've kind of mentioned it before, um, but going back to the community shield against Liverpool at the start of last season, I think it was Nunes had a header. Diaz handballed it. Penalty. The header was going wide. That shouldn't be a penalty. And I know this is difficult to police, but if they've got VAR, you can... And I know this kind of the, the you problem. Can tell shot the whole problem shot is the whole problem maybe. is kind of judgment calls and stuff. Yeah. But I'm 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 going to say it with stuff like that. that's clearly going off target or is complete. And they have changed it. So that Spurs, the handball the Spurs gave away in the Champions League final against Liverpool, that's not really a penalty. Maybe it is because it's in an unnatural position. Yeah. But the one City got at Sheffield United, I'm fine with that because that stopped the ball going to Haaland. You would have had a chance. That's a penalty. I suppose they've got the one where if you're supporting your body, that's not a penalty now, which is, again, they kind of tie themselves in knots with it. But my basic point is, if that ball's not going to cause any damage to that goal, if there's not going to be a chance created or a shot on target, or even even if the keeper's going to save it, maybe, that's fine. Mm. I know that that's where it gets difficult, but where it's obviously going wide or the ball's going nowhere, it's just going to be crossed into a into a load of bodies, not a penalty. You can't go from somewhere that's creating no danger to the, the, the most guarantee of danger you can get on a football pitch. How many times, though, do you see? I don't know. How great, many times do you look away? Areas. Well, no, yeah, but how many times do you look away during an attack because you're like, well, the keeper's just going to pick this up? And then you go, oh, they've scored. Uh, never. That happens. What are, you, what are you on about? That happens. Keepers, keepers fuck up. Defenders oh, fuck yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, like, a, a, a simple shot straight down the centre of the goal, keeper just has to catch it, but drops it through his legs. Oh yeah, that, that, that's what I mean. Like if it's if, if it's going on target, you probably can't narrow it down to where this goalkeeper's going to save it because yeah. that is you, you like yeah for that reason. But if the ball's going wide, or like I say, it's just crossed into a sea of bodies. It, like let's say there's three defenders in the post and the ball's hit somebody's arm and it it's getting into Hawkeye territory. But it was definitely going to just hit one of those defenders or be cleared. Forget it. You're not getting a penalty for that. That I think that should be brought into it. Other stuff away from VAR again. We, we talked about nostalgia and just being young on the last one, but extra time. I think just get rid of extra time now. Yeah. Because it's just nothing, is it? If you think of extra time, what's what's the last good thing that happened in extra time? Now, there probably is something you could probably blow me out of the water straight away. It never feels like City do well in extra nine time. Nine times so. out of ten is crap. How many times are you watching a game like Community Shield or Super Cup and they go, oh, straight to penalties today? Oh, fucking brilliant. Yeah, yeah, great. Much penalty better. Right. Much better. Um, but then going back to it, what? Like maybe I was too young to actually pick over the nitty gritty all the time and have Ned messaging me going what do you think about that what do you think about that and constantly be thinking is this good or is this bad what was wrong with Golden Goal sounds good no it's woeful mate what do you mean because what what happens is both because everyone went oh well what will happen here now is everyone will will, will attack because they think all we need to do is score and win the game and what happens is everyone goes if we concede we've lost this game yeah I was thinking (laughs) of it from a City point of view of like they're probably attacking anyway and then, but then there's more encouragement for the other team Breakaway to do score. more than that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're right; they probably would do. So, but so both teams just play really casually for thirty minutes, and then, you just and then, they, then they invented silver goal. Silver goal was which the heart was in the right place. With yeah, goal. which you score in the first half of extra time, you win it at half time in yeah, extra time. Yeah, yeah. It's like no, I, I want to. But that added a what, bit of what would bronze? What would bronze goal be? <laughs> what would bronze goal be? I was going to say 
you if you score at the start of extra time, you win it at the end of extra time. That's how it works. That's how it works anyway. That's how football works. Oh, you know, there was that thing. There was that seven-a-side tournament in America. Stephen Ireland had a team, and I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like target goal, target goal time. It was something like if your team were 5-2 up after normal time, the target goal scored was three. So you would then have to go and score three goals in extra time. Now, obviously, in football, this that's yeah. quite unworkable. You'd have to adjust it somehow. But then it obviously meant the other team could still win the game by scoring three goals. So And it oh, became a yeah, bit of a yeah. free-for-all. I think that was broadly it. And it sounds quite fun. And, it, and again, it's like, well, it's something that already exists. I'm not clever enough to come up with something. Like, what, 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 what could you possibly add in now that would be like golden goal? Platinum goal. Win the tournament instantly by scoring an extra <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah, like zone minutes. Like yeah. if, you, if, you score, if you score between the 61st and the 64th <laughs> minute, it counts double or something. Well, I'd send like it, the, the, was it you I sent the Wikipedia page to for the Caribbean oh. Cup? Yes, it was. Absolutely But I didn't even know situation. about that. No, so it's, it's one of my favourite things in football. Is it favourite so, enough for you to be able to explain it? Yeah, so um, it. I can't remember the teams. It was. I think, I think it was Grenada and Barbados. <laughs> Um, but the way the group was set up, that they they come up with a rule that any like it was golden goal in extra time, but golden goals were worth two. Yes, and in order to qualify, one of the teams had to win by two clear goals. Yeah, and they're winning two nil going into the, the the final few minutes of the game, and the other team score make it two one, and at that point they're going out. Yeah, because they're only winning by by one goal. So suddenly someone had the idea: if we score an own goal, then we get extra time yeah, and we get 30 get minutes to score right. the one goal that we need that's because it's right. worth yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. So then they're in a situation where I, a goal at either end gives them a, like they score at the right end and they, they, they win by yeah. two clear goals. They score <laughs> the wrong end, they get 30 minutes to do it. So you've got, you've got a team having to defend both goals. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that, Bring that in. No, that, and that's, that's much better than like the, the kind of boring European match, fi- match fiction. Yeah. Was it like... <laughs> Was it Germany and Poland played out a one-all draw yeah. and like kicked like Peru out or something like that? Um, that's much better than that. And then you know, I suppose there's always those kind of things where you can like change World Cups or fewer teams in World yeah. Cups to maintain the quality or whatever and like reforms the Champions League. Um, but no, in terms of like making it funny, it just goes back to... I'm just thinking of... This is completely off topic, but computer games where <laughs> we used to have... Used to play This Is Football. Yeah, I loved that game growing and up. And you could dive and you could two foot players. Yeah. But press R2 for a two footed tackle. But obviously, if you timed it right on a goalkeeper, you could block their clearance. But then if you got it wrong, you'd just you just a goalkeeper when he had the yeah, and it was a red card. It, that, that happened the all di- the time. The dives were the good. So if, you, if you're playing with somebody locally, the dives were brilliant because yeah. they would know that they hadn't fouled you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, you, you'd gone down and they'd. they'd they get should the, add it yeah. to FIFA now. I've not played FIFA in years, or FC 24. 25 by the time you listen to me. <laughs> but I would play FIFA like, just that. to dive. And like, if someone got me, like obviously, because you imagine how livid you'd be, because I used to get so angry playing FIFA anyway. Like yeah. for no reason, it was ridiculous. But like, imagine how angry, I think that's quite common, isn't it? People will get really angry. If you got done out of like an important games, like win a fucking shiny Charizard or whatever you get. <laughs> <laughs> by somebody diving god is it 1992 already oh, I'm, I'm, I'm into Pokemon again I'm wearing my Tokyo jumper that I bought in Tokyo that kind of sparked something in me again um, but imagine losing that because somebody dived you'd be livid but also you couldn't make me angry about that because the only reason I'm playing is to try and get you so yeah. if they got me I'd be like fair play mate I'm, I'm like that with, I'm with stuff all the time I'm like, if somebody like scams me or something I'm kind of like well fair play like 
Not something to not broadcast, like, really. <laughs> not for like thousands of pounds, but you know, it's like, well, you know, I, or you know, if someone tries it, I'm like, oh, you know, I nearly got, you know, that was quite convincing. Like, yeah. I see the game here, but you couldn't, you couldn't make me angry by diving against me on FIFA <laughs> now because the only reason I'd be trying to do it is that. But it was so satisfying pulling that off. But again, it's like, oh, we can't do that now. You can't put, a, you can't put diving can't, can't in an official diving. You can't promote. Yeah. Fucking come on. So again, that just goes back to the whole like, was football just better before? And then how do you get back to that? But then was it ever better? Yeah. Like, I don't know. But what rule would you even bring in to like radically change it? You, well, you say I, you're I, gonna change. I, I would. I but would. then changing the fabric of football. But this is, is it. Before you even say it, it's a terrible idea. So let me let me tell you now. What brought this on has been the whole super added time thing at the end of games. Ah, yeah, yeah. So well, I've got a boring one for I, that. I don't like that. It. I don't like it. Um, me and you agree. All, all that happens is you get ten more minutes of waste shit. of time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the answer to stopping time wasting like that is to do the stop clock thing. Yeah, Obviously, yeah, yeah. stop clock for ninety minutes. It takes forever yeah, to yeah. get through so the 60. game. Sixty minutes. That's roughly how long the ball is in play anyway. Play, well, play two halves. I, of 30 I've seen minutes. there's been an improvement in ball in play time now, but it's only up to fifty-five minutes from like fifty-four yeah. or something. And also, most of it is going to be those garbage minutes at the end anyway. Yeah. So yeah, the sixty minutes. So sixty. That's minutes, my stop, boring one. Stop clock. Yeah. On top of that, we want to. We, we also the whole descent thing. That's Sergeant got, Bash come out. That's going. Yeah, yeah. We'll stick, kill a lot. All, every, all of them. Get them out there. Um, Jonathan Pierce on comms for every game. Oh well, yeah, fine. Um, so the whole like this. This was sparked by recently the Alexander Arnold yellow card for oh, yeah. um, throwing it and then not getting a second. Guess what yellow. we recorded this podcast. Yeah. Um, there needs to. They, they, why? Why not introduce a system of? Like if you want to stamp down on time wasting or descent or whatever, um, it's not a yellow card. It's a period off the pitch, five minutes off the pitch. Yeah, I'd say I was thinking that. And I've always thought about that as a good idea. Got to go to the dressing room it, five it, minutes. Yeah, I suppose. What, for the descent? Stuff? For the descent, yeah. For me, it's the ones where, and again, it's subjective, but everybody knows them. Someone's breaking away. You get pulled back on the halfway line. You go, that's a great yellow to take. But if you're the attacking team, you live it. That's the that's the simple that's the one five for minutes. Me. In but, then yeah. it, but I wasn't going to suggest that because it goes back to what you were saying about the golden goal. Just for ten minutes while they got ten men, you're not seeing anything. Like yeah, I guess they're just, they're, just, they're just going to put everyone behind the ball and and see the period out, and then it'll change. It will just be shit. Um, I was thinking then. Just because we're onto stupid things now, but it's almost like if you've got a yellow card, could you do something good in a game to have your yellow card expunged? <laughs> and I don't mean just like scoring; you'd have to like. That was a great call, ref. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, well, the Decanio thing. Being nice, you know, when Decanio was at Everton, he just caught the ball. And that was like when the keeper went down. Yeah, the keeper yeah. was injured, and they crossed it to him, and he just caught it. It'd have to be something like that, but it's almost like but that's a yellow like... card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It would be now, wouldn't it? Um, these days, but I'm thinking. That example where I just said, you know, the, the foul everyone knows where you're running through on goal, or half, halfway line, you don't foul somebody in that. After that move progresses and they score, the ref's like, fair play, mate. Yeah, yellow card, yellow card, cancelled, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just goes back, the, the thing that made me think about fo- the like FIFA games and stuff is what we were talking about before we were recording, when you've got certain scenarios, because mm. you, you were saying there was some kind of lounge mode, but I know well, there's like, there are, there's like, well, City at the weekend came from the, the, the Villa game on the last game of the season that would have been when I was playing FIFA like 14 years ago that, or that, that doing that that would have been a scenario wouldn't it yeah, like you've got classic. 10 minutes or 15 minutes no, to score it, so, so lounge mode is me and you set up we play the full 90 minutes but we get dealt random cards at the start that of sounds it. So, so it could be like uh, I for this game I'm going to play my two goal head start card or I'm going to play my random op- opposition player well, sent off, off card. Card. yeah 
one of the Cards. one of the options yeah. was uh, your players don't get tired over the course of the game. So you'd be ninety minutes, your players are still full stamina, and you're playing against the team that's dying on the. What feet. they got in it? Yeah. They got the asthma exemptions. Yeah, great fun. The what? I thought you'd I thought you'd have picked up on that. I won't go any further into the asthma exceptions, but people, if you know, you know. Um, yeah, like, but the thing is, then you just if this was on TikTok, then it would be kind of yeah, give players power ups when they can all shoot like Rodri or whatever. Um, if it goes to extra time and you've had considerably more shots, considerably is open to interpretation, or <laughs> a higher XG, that's bullshit, and not XG because you could have a penalty or something, then yeah, the goal you're attacking is bigger for, for extra time. <laughs> um, I've, I've, have people suggested um, having players removed every five minutes in yeah, extra time so like there's that. more space? No, I don't like it because I've spent the last three years saying, look, the way Guardiola controls space and games is very important. You can't then fuck around with it to make it harder. But then obviously it's just something to adjust to. You just have to but, yeah. but again, like again, if that, if that was on TikTok and you were doing a dance and you were saying that, you go, oh yeah, that's quite funny. Like, are they a good looking person to look at? Then it's going to be looked at more <laughs> often. Have they said something funny? doesn't matter. Are they good looking? But on a podcast where no, 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 we're not. And also they can't see us anyway. Um, yeah, that, that, it's, it's, a, it's a boring suggestion. But I'll tell you what, if we were good looking women saying that, doing that, that, would, that, would, that would be in the handbook already. Um, I'd, I'd love to be able to improve football. But I'll tell you what, I'll tell you why we can improve football. Keep doing this podcast, mate. Yeah. High five. Time for a short ad break now. We'll be back in a few minutes. See ya. a player a good loan for them. Now, if you don't want to go and live in, I don't know, Doncaster or Hull or whatever, you know, the stereotypical northern towns you wouldn't want to live in, then you could... You could always go to Girona. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could put your foot down. But 
they think of these loans. Like Sunderland, oh, you wouldn't want to go live in Sunderland and all that bollocks. But like Sunderland, when City sent Callum Doyle there, it was like, well, that's a team that's in League One, so the level's not too high. And bearing in mind, Callum Doyle then was like 17, yeah, 16 maybe. The level's not, obviously it's high. You know, League One's competitive football, but it's not like the championship, which is the next level up. You've got massive crowd, big stadium, expectations to be playing football at the top level. So they're saying, you go there. Obviously, they'll have worked out as well. Because sometimes, was it when Brian Barry Murphy was manager of... Rochdale? Yes, yes. Thank you for that. I was going to say Peterborough, but it wasn't them. He's helped Jadal Katongo go on loan to Peterborough. So they knew Brian, and they knew he played the type of football, again, that City wanted. So they'd, they'd send someone where, they, where they've got a lot of possession. That's the club, though, isn't it? That's still the... Yeah, that, yeah, that's the club doing it, but this is what I mean. So there's all these factors. So the Sunderland one you've got there, you've got Rochdale, where it's like, you know, it's obviously slightly lesser expectation because Sunderland are obviously expecting to get promoted. Yeah. Um, Rochdale, not quite so much, but they're going to play good football. Like, uh, Bazunu went there because, like, you're going to get these type of minutes and this is the type of football you'll actually be playing. I'm just going to be saving shots and booting it long. So then the club are like, well, this is what we're thinking. So then the player's not just thinking, well, they might think, well, I don't necessarily want to go there, but this is really good. But even if, it's just not about the location then, is it? It's like, well, you're telling me I'm going to get regular minutes for a manager you know that you're going to be in contact with. He's going to play me often. He's going to play me in the right type of style. All these things. It's like, well, the right I don't, position as well. Yeah, the right position. Yeah. I, I don't... Whether they want to go to this place or not, you know, that, that actually sounds really good. Mm. So now you've obviously got loan deals where clubs try and do a lot of work on it. And now look, there's some loans that, that, that don't work out, but there's always a kind of a lot of logic to it. Um, I remember when James McAtee went on loan last summer to Sheffield United. It's an interesting, I think that's an interesting one because it'd be like, similar again. Well, uh, yeah, but initially it looked like it was all the wrong move. Yes. Didn't it? Yeah. But again, you can never, it's like City signing anyone. Yeah. Um, you, you can never. Like with Cancelo's time at City, by the way, that was kind of up and down. Yeah, it was bad at the start. Then he was amazing. And then obviously he's kind of left on loan, never coming back, kind of bad reputation among the fans. But it's like you're signing that player and you can see how, how it could have gone yeah. for longer because he is so good. But I suppose you think he could have looked at the fact that he always gets pissed off if he's not playing and realised it would have been different. Fine. Um, but yeah, there's, there's always loans and transfers that won't work out, but they kind of do what they can to do that but in terms of McAtee itself he went to Paul Heckingbottom and actually said like are you are you going to make me better because that's what he wanted yeah so he could have had loan offers from well I think like Brighton were always interested but I think Brighton maybe wanted him on a permanent but let's just say a Premier League team wanted him but they'd be like well and maybe even for argument's sake City have said well it's up to you mate you, you go you where pick. you want yeah, yeah but then they're like you could go to West Ham but how often are you going to be playing yeah. in the Premier League? Or you can go to Sheffield United and you're going to be playing more. And obviously you've spoken to the manager and he said, yes, I can make you better. This is what we're going to work on. And then, then it's up to you to decide. So it can be fairly narrow in terms of what a player wants. Like say, if, if the club have arranged all these things, but if the club have arranged it all and it all sounds good, then it's almost like you'd be foolish to say no. I think that was one of the problems with Patrick Roberts at the time. City wanted him to go to Nice who weren't a CFG club, but I think it was where Vieira was. Yeah. So there was so, again, so they knew the manager, they knew the style, the the type of football, the style of football. But he didn't want to, he wanted to go back to Celtic. It's like, no, you've done that. Go and have a different experience. Live abroad. And again, it's, it's these kind of things as well. No, I want to go back to Celtic. So then he's kind of like, well, 
maybe he thinks that's what's best for him. If you yeah, really yeah. liked it, I mean, look, who amongst us listening or talking now wouldn't think, well, I've done that in my time. I've wanted to go where I'm comfortable, even if it's still out of your comfort zone a bit or you don't want to do that, that's fine. But obviously from City's point of view, they're thinking, come on, mate, like we, this is what we think is better for you. Obviously the player can decide in that sense. But generally, I think... I think I, the players. I, I you, sit here as someone who, who, who sat in his job for a long time because yeah. he's very comfortable in it. It's like it's it's yeah, I but, understand that. But also, you trust you trust City. Like didn't he, didn't Patrick Roberts set up like a barbershop in Glasgow or something? He obviously felt like a good mm. attachment to it. So there are examples there where you think actually, I know you're suggesting that and it all makes sense, but I want to do this. But I think a lot of players are like, well, actually, that makes that makes a lot of sense. I hadn't thought about that. Mm. But that sounds great. Let's do it. And yeah, they don't always work out, but in terms of the logic behind it, there's loads of stuff that City do. And then obviously, the more the player gets older, so Callum Doyle, no, I don't think I don't think anyone was expecting in Coventry to get in the playoffs. But obviously, you then go, well, you've been to Sunderland, now you go you go up a little bit, yeah. and, and you go to and you go to the Championship. And I remember it was similar with Tommy Doyle because he went to the second, he went to Bundesliga two. Yeah, and people were like, what's all that about? And they were like, well, this is a team like Sunderland. Recently been relegated. Hamburg. Massive crowds. Hamburg, I think. Yeah. Massive crowds. They're expecting big things, big crowds, different style of football, living abroad, go and try it. And again, I think it was okay. But then he ended up going to Cardiff afterwards. And again, with Cardiff, it's it's like a bit like Coventry. You're not really expecting them necessarily to get mm. promoted. It's been a while since Cardiff were in the Premier League and they've had two spells, haven't they? Yeah. Um, but it's not. A guarantee is it? it's not like a Sunderland situation but then it's just a question of the level and you go here and you do this and you add different parts to your game and then they can choose to go or not but yeah I think it, it basically does just come down to the player saying yes but it's based on so many different factors and whether that's no I want to go back to Glasgow or yeah you've actually clearly thought about this a lot yeah um, I don't know there might even be I, mean, I suppose we're talking about young players but senior players as well senior players yeah no, no I don't want to go I want to fight for my place um Obviously, there's Calvin Phillips. He's obviously all summer, no, not interested in going, uh, despite his obvious situation. Uh, but then if a, if a player were in that situation and it's like, okay, you can go to this club or go to this club, then there's probably, there's more there's, in there. Because I think when you're a younger player, particularly 16, 17, it's like, okay, well, you've kind of, you're still in that frame of mind of, you've looked after me now. And okay, they might have only signed when they were 14. Yeah. But generally at City now, more and more players are signing when they're eight, nine. But you've looked after me now for as much of my life as I can remember. So if you say this, I trust then you. this makes yeah. sense. But obviously if you're a senior player, it's like, well, hold on a minute. Because like, I'm probably, I've, I've had I'm probably staying my at this career. club. Yeah. I'm probably staying at this club. Or it's almost like the suggestion, you know, City players going to Wolves. City's like Tommy Doyle and McAtee and these kind of rumours floating around. It's like, okay, well, that would help City with Nunes. Hmm. Wolves probably going to get relegated. Like, is that where you want your first senior move away from, from City to be? So there's that element of it. But also, yeah, if you're a senior player, it's like, well, I know I'm obviously not wanted it. And it doesn't happen so much with City, does it? But again, with, with Cancelo and Barca, I, I just he think, deserves a top club, to be fair. I just think back to, this is a bit before your time because it's pre-Guardiola, but like there are, there are times when City fans get um, angry or annoyed at players for basically not leaving. When they've, they've yeah. signed on a big contract initially and just can't get rid of them. The, the ones that spring to mind are like Wayne Bridge for instance mm. and you hear you hear afterwards like they had loan offers to move away and, and play football and they, like they weren't interested in playing and like it was clear that they weren't getting an, an opportunity in the first team there's there's almost an element of 
like with Calvin Phillips, like how far does it need to go before you decide to actually take your career elsewhere and, and take up one of those offers? Because I, I, I remember Bridge going on loan, for instance, to West Ham and just not doing very well there. Mm. Where's well, Harry Maguire and West yeah. Ham? Like that was all sorted out and then... Then just didn't happen. The pay cut. But then it's funny with, the, with that, and this is the kind of thing I can imagine Nadam saying, so I imagine this in a silkier voice. I think Maguire got criticised for not lowering his salary and going to West Ham and playing. But also, this is a Ned and phrase, we speak out of both sides of our mouth on it because we talk about how footballers earn so much, but then we're expecting them to earn 90 grand a week less to play. And it's like, well, 90 grand a week is a lot of money. Like, would you, would you give it up? And obviously, there is a bit of a dilemma there because some players, they do want to go and just play. And there's some... Oh, Santi Cazorla's gone to play for own transfer fee, yeah. I think Santi Cazorla recently has gone to like his hometown Spanish club to play for free. Again, obviously at that age, he's probably like 50, so fine. But there is that thing where it's like, well, it does have to, kind of, it does have to work financially. So to your question of, like, for, for Wayne Bridge, like, at that stage of his career, I don't remember how old he was, but it was towards the end, yeah. wasn't it? He'd done a, he'd done 30s, a lot I'm of talking, what he was yeah. going to do. You think, like, well, this might be me set up now. I'm earning quite well. I'm quite happy here. I mean, Mancini didn't make it good for those lads who weren't around. But also, if you kind of accept it, there's always those bomb squads. Adam at Villa. Mm. Um, I can't remember who else was in it, but Stephen Island was telling me that when I interviewed him a few years ago about all the different players that were in that. And it's it's crap. Um, PSG have had it this summer as well. But I suppose it's like, that's pretty sweet, you know. Like, we, get, we come in, we do a bit of training with each other, get paid, like PSG especially, get paid loads. It's all right, you know. I, I could... I could see, I could see that. I could see why pe- people would be attached to that, but also I could see why people at some point Getting would be play. would be dead. I could see the same person as well, staying for a bit. Mm. I'm staying here for a bit, and after a while, going, oh, actually, I'm desperate. But also, you could see other people straight away going, I'm not doing that. I need to go and find another club and take take less money or whatever I just need to play. It just depends on the individual. Yeah, and um, there's, there's but two... also it, that doesn't happen at City because Pep did say, didn't he, recently, when talking about numbers and stuff, he was like, you do see other clubs, teams trying to get rid of players yeah. because they've got too many. He goes, we don't have that problem. And you take it for granted. And also now, if you were to say, if you were to suggest that to one of the people who thinks that he should sign three players extra so they've got more, they wouldn't think of that as a necessarily big as thing. But that is, you know, they've, kind of, they've got players within a small squad they've struggled to get rid of. You know, with Laporte going to Al Nasser, mm. Laporte to, to Barca, and then obviously the whole Calvin Phillips thing. They've, they've still got that scenario where there have been different solutions Laporte's gone, a move nobody expected. Um, Cancelo has gone, just kicked that can down the road for another year. I, I can see why players would want to stay on their big fat wages, even if they weren't playing. Yeah, because it's and two, also it's two sided. And also, thing, it's, though, it's, it's, it's it's moving like in, in terms of Maguire as well, like because when we were talking about Rice coming to City, and he was oh, I want to stay in London. Are you fucking? Are you joking? Like you, a big <laughs> move. You're going to jeopardize a big move because you don't want to move two hours. Well, two hours on the train. Two hours on the train. It's two hours on the train. Fine, it's two hours. Assuming you can get a train. Yeah, all right, fine. You can get a helicopter. It's fine. Like it's not. But like, I suppose for a loan, you, you, your family are comfortable. You're getting ninety grand less. There's more cons. Yeah. You know, there's, a, there's a lot of cons creeping in. And it is a temporary for a, thing. For a temporary move yeah. that may or may not work out. But again, you've got the Euros at the end of the year, so it's like, do you want to be in these Euros or not, mate? Um, so many decisions. Like between the, the young players and the senior players mm-hmm. going on loan, there's there's so much to consider. And we, we talked on the show last week about company, you know, you, in this hypothetical situation where you've got this amazing job offered, replacing Pep, 
But is it amazing? You know, is it difficult? Mm. And just the, the the things that go into that decision making process that us on the outside are just, just going, not, oh, it's just not thinking it. of yeah exactly like it's there's there's so much of that going on in football and look when Nathan comes back we'll we'll ask him exactly some of his dilemmas. That's it for this episode of Let Me Talk Details. Sam, there was more from this episode. What extra bits can you hear as a member? Yeah, so it's about tapping up players, but specifically Barcelona to start with because of obviously all of their links with City players over the Every last few years. Every single City player ever. Every single yeah. City player ever. But also, in fairness, it's absolutely normal and then we spend a good few minutes in painstaking detail about just how normal it is <laughs> if you want to ask us a question or send us a voice note on twitter instagram and tiktok just search for lmt pod or if you want to send us an email it's hello at lmtpod.com all the useful links are in the episode description and over on lmtpod.com thanks for listening and we will speak to you next time